Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! All right, what is so important about loving our enemy? Why is that so important? I know, because it seems like such a hard thing and such a daring thing to even even require or ask of someone to love their enemy. Like, it just seems so yeah. counter... Sometimes people have a hard time just loving their friends. <laughs> so we sure. actually, obviously, we're talking about a whole other level, a whole other kind of love. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is where you get into supernatural love. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it said, um, and I've, I've often quoted it, where someone said um, that the world is... You know, they're not so impressed because we say we love Jesus, but they will be when they see how we love Judas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the hard ones is what we're they're, talking about. Yeah. There's you a know, different level to it. You know, here's what I've noticed about Christians, and this is true about people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christians are really, really good about loving their own. About I mean, as long as you're in good standing with them, they, they'll be very generous. They'll be concerned they'll be i mean you know they can be wonderful mm-hmm. really really wonderful in relationships like that but but if you offend then that's when it gets cut off mm-hmm. just like it does in the world or any culture <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um and so that's that's obviously even though it can be very pretty and very good at times it's still a human kind of love because mm-hmm. it can be fickle and it can mm-hmm. uh, it can have its end. It can it can come to an end. I think what really that is is it's not the agape love that we talk about, the God kind of love that that mostly we have a lot of phileo love, which is affection type mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. and affection love is is not based so much on the the one who who is giving the affection. It's based more on the object of the affection mm-hmm. of the of the person. As long as they're they're doing things that make me feel affectionate toward them, they can also do things that make me not feel affectionate toward them. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with you. Sure. So that's human love. That's affection, phileo love. But agape is based upon the character of the person that gives it, like God Himself, and that's why it never changes, because the objects can change. I can be I can be good, Rick. Some days, or I might be bad, Rick. But either way, God doesn't change. His agape is still the same. His love is still the same for me. Yeah, and we get this whole concept of loving your enemies from the Jesus's words himself. So this was um, on the 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 Mount, the the Sermon on the Mount, yeah. which had so much so much in it. But part of it was he's talking about. Okay, you have heard that it was said. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If you, if anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. 
Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. I mean, this is just so counterintuitive, so countercultural. Americanism is like none of that. (laughs) So like, it's asking a lot. (laughs) Jesus is saying a really, really big thing here. He's putting a, that that sounds like a lot of burden there. (laughs) Or a lot of, I mean, and it's, it's, um, you know, when you, especially if you read that as law, it's just like, None of it. How can we ever I know, that's do even that possible. or measure up? Yeah. Even if we, even if we want to try to attain that, but Romans five says that the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. So we start with this good news that we have access to something that takes us beyond ourselves. Um, Ephesians three te- uh, says that we should um, come to know the love of Christ though it's too big for us to understand. So it's bigger than our own understanding. In other words, it's a love that really doesn't make sense to our, our little logic. Uh, most, of, most of our logic says, you know, we love those that are easy to love. I mean, we have reasons for loving people. We love people because they're good to us. We love people because of they, how they benefit us some way or how they make us feel or whatever. But but we, we love people. We love them because they're in our family. You and, know. and naturally, if someone's hurting us or someone's talking bad about us, mm-hmm. we naturally want to avoid them. We right. just don't right. love being around people who aren't nice to us. Right. So. And that's our, that's our um, survival system kicking in, the fight or flight thing, you know, that, that we, that's, that's in all animals. We happen to be a human animal, our flesh is, and, uh, and that, that, that kicks in. But, but then we turn our attention to the highway, the heavenly way, the spiritual. <laughs> and there's a, uh, there, 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 there's a call to, to, to the spiritual among us. There's one, we, we could be psychological all day long, but then there's the spiritual, which is the heavenly way, which is the perfect way. Um, you know, when people have visions of heaven or, or an idea of heaven, uh, it's, it's all perfect and good, Right. If we lose a loved one and, and they, they, they die and we, we, we believe they're in heaven, then what we believe is that they're in this place where every single thing is absolutely good. They're not sad. There's no crying. There's no, people are not fighting there. People are not walking around in unforgiveness and bitterness. You know, people are not hating each other. Uh, they're, they're, the idea is that in heaven there's lots of love and all that. Why? Because that's the, that's the kingdom of God who is love. And he is uh, perfection in that love. So, so we, as, as, as being spiritual in God, Christ in us, um, we want to always be able to give that attention. And when we do that, we're empowered by something that goes beyond our instincts, our animal instincts, our survival instincts. We're empowered, and to be empowered means we're bigger now. And, and just like when we were talking about forgiveness... Uh, this is sort of parallel to that, very close to that, is that it makes us big. It sets us on a high place. You know, one of the important things about loving our enemies is that when you're in a combat, 
whether there's been an offense or a betrayal or a hurt or a, or, 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 or whatever. Um, just there, there again, thinking of my own situation, thinking of one in particular right now, is that love has a power to do something that nothing else can. For one, it, it will disarm. It can disarm your enemies. Um, it can end the battle and it can cause peace. Whereas um, nothing else really does. Not a real peace. Not a, not, not, not a real peace that, that lives in you. Uh, like you of, mean like you could have a victory over someone, yeah. but there's no peace or joy or goodness in it. It's just... No. You've strong-armed to the top yeah. for now. So I'm just right. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know. Hey, when you meet people that are that just always have to be right all the time, you also notice that they're just not very many. They're not really happy people. They complain about a lot of things. They argue about a lot of things. They fight about a lot because they just have to be right. And so they're carrying this thing upon them, and they're getting their reward. They're getting what they want. They're getting this idea that well, I'm right and I won. And I got the, got the top of that situation. They want to win, win battles. There's another way of winning that goes way much higher than that. Um, uh, one instance I'm thinking of is that me and a, 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 another, another uh, pastor in town both had radio shows. And we both kind of started, we started correcting each other. And it, and it just, and it, excel, it, it escalated to where it was very obvious to all the listeners in town that we were talking about each other, you know. That's so bad. <laughs> it is so, so bad. But, you know, but you, then you say, well, well, Rick, why did you do that if, it, you know, if that's, that's so bad? I got caught up in it. I got caught up in being right. And it's like, no, I don't have to bow to this. I got a right to express my opinion and, well, you know, what I, what I, what I believe. And, and, and uh, but, but it, 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 it was being fueled by um, offenses. And it but took on a life of its own. It did. You said, and, yeah. And, and, and I, was, I was offended, and, and, and he was offended by me. And so... And your churches, like the people in each of your respective churches were like, they were no, wearing he's the, right, and no, you're right. And they were getting involved in oh, it, yeah, too. they were wearing... They'd suited up. They were wearing the uniforms, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I had my, my people behind me, and he had people behind him, and... And oh. so, and I, that's when I, that's when it, it, it hit me when I saw that that was going on, uh-huh. it was just like, oh my goodness, what are we doing here? Yeah. And, and people were, and, 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 uh, people were saying, well, they were backing me up. They're saying, well, well, you've got a right to, to say what you want, just like he does, you know, so it says, says he says anything he wants to, so you can too. You don't have to back down. You know, that's a temptation because then the thought is. Yeah, I don't have to back down, you know. I'm, I'm not less than he is. I'm, you know, but, but when I saw that, it was becoming this bigger thing that it wasn't just me and him. That all these other people were involved. Um, it hurt me, and I thought, I'm involved in something very ugly here and ungodly. And here we are, trying to both of us wanting to say, you know, to show God to people. <laughs> And you were showing and we're having this, this, like, this battle going uh, on, and it just it it it, it hurt me, and, and it hurt me so bad that it didn't matter anymore if I was right or he was right on those those points. That that became that was so nothing because because being being the winner was not 
as, rewarding me. As fulfilling as you thought it was, was going to be. It was not fulfilling. In fact, it was the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I felt horrible. Mm-hmm. I felt horrible because we want that connection with people. See, what we find out is that 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 the human heart we really are made for connecting with humanity with people that's where it's really at and now, when you're we'll, disconnected it's painful it's painful but we'll it, it's but it's interesting cuz we'll disconnect to try to avoid pain yeah but, but we're still actually, hurting yeah cause we still hurt pain. we yeah. st- and and so it's there it's again it's one of those ways that seem right but the end just brings death so tell us what you did like how you got through that I got on the phone and I called him at his house and I apologized. You just put, out of nowhere just mm-hmm. called him and mm-hmm. said, "I'm being a jerk." Like I, that's almost exactly what I said. <laughs> I, it, honestly, those are almost the exact words. And you just and I said, and I said, I said, I've been very immature because I was. Uh-huh. And somebody could say, "Well, he was too," but we weren't talking about him. We were talking were, about me. You could only take care of your side and of the street. I was only going to yeah. deal with me. He could do whatever he wanted to with yeah. it. Um, but I said, basically, I've been a jerk, and I'm immature, and I've been, you know, selfish, and everything else I could think of that that applied at the time. And it was, and I believed it. I meant it. Um, and I said, and I'm really sorry. And I told him, I, I said, I'll do. I said, uh, you know, I don't want this like it is. I said, I want to be friends again. I said, I want. I said, I love you, and I'm for you, and I'll do anything I can to, you know, if I've caused any damage uh, to, 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 to help with this. I said, I'll stand in front of your whole congregation and say these same words if you'd like me to. I really want to. Mm. And, of course, he didn't do that because what happened was he got not only disarmed, but he that, that ended the whole battle right then, and he got into his real heavenly nature, too, immediately. But you didn't really, in that moment, Correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't need for him to also say he was sorry. No, no. I, you didn't. You didn't go to him with that like kind of agenda or hope that he would see his side. You just went with your side. Ab- absolutely. See, love is not a tool to to manipulate somebody else to do what you want, and that's a good point because. How many times have people have we, we we counsel with people and we talk about love? We'll bring in love and they'll say, "Well, I've tried love; it didn't work." Love's not supposed to work. It's not. It, love is not something we we use to try to get somebody to change. Love is a free gift that we give, and love is, is not cannot be demanded. It can only be given, mm-hmm. and so we can't demand it back. And when you're growing, when when it when it's you that's growing. You can only grow on your side of the street. Like you can't grow from the other person making an apology or changing their ways. You can only do it from your, what you've done wrong, what you've caused, you know, that part. That's the only connection you have. That's how it works. Anytime when I have been hurt by someone and I talk to God about it, and, and usually I'll start off talking about them, the, the other person. And it's always like God's not even, it, it, it's not that he's not interested in what they're doing, but he'll talk to them about that, not me. Yeah. <laughs> he never ha- talks to me about the one that has offended me. He always talks about me mm-hmm. because his thing is that he wants me to feel good again. Mm-hmm. And I can't feel good again by by talking bad about somebody else and getting God to agree with me, which he's not going to do because <laughs> he, he loves them. And, and anyway, but, um, 
But so he wants. He's always is like, we're not talking about them. It's 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 you. And so I can I can always deal with me. I can't change you, but I can change what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. And so that's what I did. And and so it was just all about that. I just knew that I was hurting. And there again, see, I knew enough to know that that love is the right way to go. That love was gonna was gonna heal this for me. Love was gonna make me feel better. Because I had already gotten into it before I made the call. I'm sitting there and I'm hurting and everything. And I and I and I, I know the way out. I'm like, okay, I've gone down this path that's the opposite of love. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, I did it. In the name of Christ, in the name of 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 teaching the word of God, I've gone down an ungodly path here. Mm-hmm. And now there's a godly path, and that path is always love. So here we go. And so I called him, and I, and I gave him love in the best way that I knew how. And it, and he knew it was genuine. And he immediately, I mean, I mean, without hesitation, he was just right in there with me on it. He said, he said, he said, Rick, that's really very big of you. You know, he said, he said, he said, and I feel the same way about you. He said. He said, "Let's don't ever do that again, you know." And so we we arranged to like, "Come on, let's 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 have lunch tomorrow." So let's let's uh, let's get together, and we did, That's and great. we were, and it was wonderful, and it was like Christmas. It was just like we had the best time because uh, all everything was gone. It, mm-hmm. The battle was was over, and it was, and the things to this day I couldn't even tell you what points were being battled Argued. about <laughs> but, and what caused the offense, even, but. Um, but that's what's so important about love. Love ends the war. Mm-hmm. Love disarms your enemy. See, when you do that, when I come to him humbling myself instead of weaponizing myself, I could have called him and said, well, brother, another thing, you know, <laughs> here's why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, the battle continues, and I still hurt, but... But uh, when you come humbling yourself, he's got nobody to fight with now. He's got no, there's, it's, there's no, of course he's dropped his weapon, just like I dropped mine, because there's, there's no fight anymore. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be a wonderful world if everybody could do that or yeah, would do that? That's, that's what's important about loving those who oppose you, those who are, he was against me and I was against him. Mm-hmm. But in a moment, we turn that thing into something beautiful, and that became a, a beautiful friendship for the rest mm-hmm. of uh, rest of the time. Will, will you will you talk a little bit about love as its own reward? Yeah. Because you've said that often. You know, people will use love as a tool. Like I tried loving them, but it, you know, it didn't work. And they're they're trying to love in order to get a change in the other person. Mm-hmm. But you talk a lot about that love being its own reward. What do you mean exactly when you say that? Things that accompany love are joy, peace, all the fruit of the Spirit accompanies love. Um, and so living with that in your heart is the greatest treasure. It, it, it really is the heaven on earth experience. And you can have that regardless if the other person changes their mind or says they're sorry or wants a relationship, you still, you can operate independently mm-hmm. of their response. It's, it's from heaven. 
So it's it, it that love is totally independent of circumstances and what other people are doing. This is why we can have heaven on earth in a world where people can be mean and circumstances are hard and and all kinds of things are going on. We can have we can have a heavenly experience because heaven is in our heart. The kingdom of heaven is within us. Jesus said. Yeah. And so, as we when we choose love, we tap in or we access that kingdom of heaven that we carry with us all the time. But we can you know we can forget <laughs> and we can go live like a natural human that's subject to the things of the earth, the things that go on and things can hurt us and people can hurt us and they can rob our joy and steal our peace and all that goes on. And people live like that every day. Sure. And they think they're just moving on, yeah. but they're living without, you know, they're having peace taken from them and joy taken from them and, 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 and so on. So when you, when you turn to love, you've turned to heaven. And that's why it's its own reward because you get, you get blessed. Now this other person, see there, when we were talking about forgiveness in the last uh, episode, last podcast episode, there are probably some people that I've forgiven that to this day they've not admitted they're wrong or anything like that. But that hasn't stopped me from enjoying the reward or the, the, the goodness that comes that I experience or the, the goodness in my heart. The feeling is what I'm talking about that I, that I, that I get from knowing that I'm in love and not in bitterness or, mm-hmm. or, or hate or anything. So, so the, what's the greatest thing you can actually have in life? It's really the experience of heaven. And love, there's, yeah. yeah. And, there's, and, and they're one and the same to me. And there's nothing greater than that. It's actually what every human soul craves. Because you get, with love, you get peace, you get patience, mm-hmm. you get self-control, you get all of Joy. these beautiful things in love and what you would say the heaven experience it's what everybody it's what everybody is craving everybody's trying to fill their soul why do you suppose jesus said then love your enemies like what do you was he thinking let me show you how to be like god and offer restorative Restore restorativeness or restorative justice or restorative restore these people who have done evil or done harm by by loving them. And when I say loving them, love your enemies, that doesn't mean like, oh, I'm just going to be nice to them or we're just going to be best friends. Like that's not necessarily what it what it means. But when you offer love to an enemy it's bringing something higher and bigger and better into that relationship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it brings into the relationship and it brings it into your own heart. When Jesus brought that in, love your enemies, and, and that whole thing you read from Matthew 5, he was, he was bringing in the idea of something that goes way beyond just natural human ways. We're talking about, he's, he's talking about the kingdom of heaven now. Mm-hmm. And this is how we do in the kingdom of heaven. And you can't do it without the empowerment of heaven, yeah. which is the empowerment of love. Yeah, It's that love that does it. And, and I'm a witness of that because that love has changed my life. And I can tell you, I, I can see the line in my timeline of my life to where I didn't have that love, was oblivious to that love, was hurting without that love, was suffering without it, and then love 
came to me or the revelation of God's love for me came and it started changing everything and it started empowering me in a way. What we're talking about is, 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 is a gift. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful, wonderful a gift that we want people to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And it's something uh, that we can receive. But we don't, want, we don't want people to see it as just a demand from mm-hmm. God because you can't, you can't do it by a demand. No. You, you're not empowered to do it. Yeah. If, 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 it, if it were a demand, then, God, then that's saying that God's expecting your flesh to carry this out. Yeah, and he doesn't say I'm demanding your flesh yeah. to carry this out. He's saying, "Here, I've given, I'm giving you all my unconditional love. Now let this do something." Yeah. And fe- what's this feel like when you know my love? And what and and that feeling you get from that unconditional love of God, a God who's going to love you no matter how ugly you are, causes that thing to spill out, and where you actually have the capacity to love somebody no matter how ugly they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus demonstrated it on the cross when mm-hmm. his enemies are co- yeah. torturing him and, mm-hmm. and trying to kill him. And he's saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're they doing. Don't know what they're they doing. think they're doing a good thing. They think they're doing the right thing according to the flesh, but they can't see it. So I'm extending this forgiveness yeah. to them. It was. I mean, it was a powerful thing that was happening, but it was also a demonstration to us of what is possible for us as well. Not not in our flesh, but through the Lord, through God in us, allowing us to do And when he brought us the revelation of a good father, a wonderful father that we could be united with, again, in our hearts and minds, he's, uh, he's empowering us for that thing he was showing on the cross. See, he, he was... Jesus came, what was his heart? He was a reconciler. And this, it's all about reconciling us with the Father, us with each other. And that's ultimately the whole plan. And that's what, that's what a godly heart does. It's, it's, it's all about reconciling and, and, and uniting and bringing back together again. And ultimately, that's what we see for the world. Mm-hmm. And so what a wonderful world when one heart at a time we're offering giving freely. We're giving love. Uh, and it has to be given because it's a world where we've got so many Adam and Eve creatures running around where we're naked and ashamed and we're afraid and we're trying to save our own lives. And, and that makes me scared of you and you scared of me and, and all these things are going on and we're, we're jockeying for self-validation with, you know, against each other and, and all those things are going on and then love comes in. Mm-hmm. And love brings in a whole different ball game because love has a way of fulfilling, according to Ephesians three nineteen. And when the heart gets full, you don't have any anything to fight with anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. It really empowers you. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. has a famous quote that says that um, I, I want to say this right because the wording is important. But it said um, that the the best way to make an enemy your friend. Yeah, but I started to say the best way to overcome an enemy, but he didn't say overcome because we okay. don't need to overcome them. But maybe he did. Maybe the best, maybe, maybe he didn't use that word. The best way to overcome an enemy is to make him your friend. Mm. Um, he didn't say defeat the enemy. Mm-hmm. He said overcome by making him, making him your mm-hmm. friend. So um, what, I, what I see in that and what I see in what we're talking about is the binary 
and the dualism that our flesh nature partakes in, Jesus came to show us a healing of that, Mm -hmm. a connection to each other instead of us separating from each other. And what's unfortunate is that religion has taught us to separate Mm -hmm. yes, instead of heal and restore Mm -hmm. and reconcile and come together. That is the more powerful thing than like you're saying, Mm -hmm. defeating my binary is better than your binary choice or, you know, my dualism is better than your, you know, the other half of that. It's not a, um, it's not a defeating of, it's a healing of, and that's, really what Jesus did and what we have the capacity to do when we Mm. kind of connect in with, um, you know, God in us and us in God. Yeah. That oneness. Yeah. Yeah. That's the capacity that gives us, that brings us to our true goal. See, the greatest is love. And so ultimately the goal is love. And when you hit that goal, that's winning. When we don't, that's not winning. Mm. But hitting that goal is winning. Mm. And so some people think, well, being right, you know, is, is winning, or getting the getting the big end of the stick with, against this person, or you know, whatever. They think that's winning. But love is the goal. Love is when you really want, and you and you feel like that when you've stepped into it. Mm-hmm. You feel like you've won. Mm. You feel like. Ah, I found the place. I found the home. I found, the Bible calls it that which is perfect. Mm. It's love. Mm. And so that becomes the goal. That's, 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 that's what winning really is. You haven't really won until you've experienced love. Mm. That's good. Well, that, my friends, is what's so important about loving our enemy. Remember, that's not a command to your flesh because your flesh cannot do that, but it is something to look towards as possible with God. Is that right? Is that, am I saying that right? right. That's exactly right. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good day. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.